Nuntet Amud Bet 59b, nine lines from the bottom. Vay minei Rav Ami Barada Harpanya Meraba. Rav Ami Barada Harpanya asked Raba, Sulam Mikan Upetach Mikan Mahu. What if the road that runs through the city has an opening at one end and a ladder at the other end? Is that considered open at both ends? Amrlei Hachi Amarav Sulam Tarat Petach Rabba replied that Rav said a ladder is an opening because you can use the ladder to climb over the wall and get up. So it's an opening. Amrlu Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said to them, Lo don't listen to him. Hachi Amar Rav Ada, or the Bach says, Rav Ada Ava Amar Rav. So said Rav Ada Ava that Rav said, Sulam Trach A ladder has the traits of a doorway, and it has the traits of a mechitza. It has the traits of a mechitza, like we've said, that if the road is open at one end, and at the other end there's a wall, even though there's a ladder, it still is a mechitza, and it's closed. It has the law of an opening, the sulam shevein shtei If you have two chatzeros adjoining each other, they do not have a, an opening between them, but there's a ladder that you can use to climb over the wall between them. Ratsu echad ratsu marvin. If they want to make an Eruv together because they're accessible to each other, they can. If they want to view themselves as closed off from each other and not make an Eruv together, they can do that. The ladder can be treated either as an opening, as a passage, or as, as if it's not there and the wall is closed. Where I asked, we have Rav Nachman. Hachi, did Rav Nachman really say that? Rav Nachman, Amar Shmuel. Rav Nachman said, as Shmuel said, If you have people in a chatzer and people on a mirpeset, I always view this as old-fashioned drive-in motel that has two stories. The lower story has the rooms opening to the parking lot, to the chatzer. And the upper story, you get to by a ladder or stairway at one end that goes up to a balcony and the other apartments open up to the balcony. The other rooms open up to the balcony. So that's basically the arrangement we're talking about here. So if the people of the Chatzar, the people of the lower level, and the people of the Merpesa did not make an Erev with each other, if there is a low doorway that separates the people of the Merpeset from the ladder or the stairway, then they do not prohibit the people of the Chatzar from carrying. Being lav or seret. And otherwise, they do prohibit the people of the Chatzar from carrying since they have the right to walk through the Chatzar and they did not make an Eruv with them. It, it's as if you have a Chatzar where half the people did not participate in the Eruv, so they prohibit carrying in the Chatzar. Now, that setup has a ladder. So what do you need the daka for? The ladder itself should serve as a mechitza, according to Rav Nachman, who said that a ladder can be a mechitza or it can be a petach. So the Gemara says, and what are we talking about here? We're talking about where the mere peset is not ten tachim off the ground, and therefore it's not separated from the chatzar itself. It's all the same rishos. That's why the people of the Merpeset prohibit the people of the Chatzar from carrying. Mara asks, If the Merpeset is not ten trachim off the ground, 
even if you do make a low opening where the ladder is, what good does it do? It's still the same Rishos. Our answer is from the Bufefet Ad Eser Amot. It's talking about where it has a wall, a real wall, but there's an opening in the wall, ten almost wide. Or less. Which would be a petach, which would be an opening. So if you put a low doorway where that opening is, then the people of the Repeset are saying, we don't want to be part of your chatzah. And we're making a, making it difficult for us to get through because this low opening we have to duck through to get into your chatzah. So we are separating ourselves from your chatzah. Since they made this daka, this low opening, they have removed themselves from the chatzah. The third Rashi on the Amud, second end of the second line, says daka petach katan gova arbaa. It's a small opening, four him high. I mean, nobody's going into an opening four him high. That's the whole point. That shows that they are cutting themselves off from the Chatzar, and therefore they are not considered part of the Chatzar for purposes of Eru, since it is extremely difficult to go through an opening four him high. That's exactly the point. I'm Rabbi Yehuda said that Shmuel said, If you lined the wall between the Chatzeros with ladders, even if the area where, you, where the ladders are is more than 10 amos, uh, it's still considered mechitza. We know that if the, a wall is broken down 10 amos, it's not a mechitza anymore. That's considered a break in the mechitza. So you might think that if you put ladders over a span of 10 amos, that it's not a mechitza anymore because the ladders are an opening. So Rav Yehuda says, Shmuel says, that it's still considered a mechitza. Rami lay Rav Brona the Rav Yehuda the Matzar to the Bay Rav Hanina. Rav Brona asked Rav Yehuda about a contradiction in the wine press of Rav Hanina. Yamar Shmuel to Rav Mechitzala. Does Shmuel really say it's considered Mechitza? Yamar of Nachman Yamar Shmuel on Shemer Pesef on Shechatzer Shachachu v'Loyevu. If the people of the Pesef and the people of the Chatzer forgot that did not make an error together, Imesh Shafanei Darkar Ba'a Inal Seret. If there is a daka four tfachim high between them, in front of the ladder. Then the people of the Merpeset do not prohibit the people of the Chatzar from carrying vim lav oseret. And if there is not a daka, they prohibit. Again, there's a ladder. If a ladder is a mechitza, then why do the people of Merpeset prohibit? So the Gemara goes through the same discussion we just had. Acham and what are we speaking about? The log of all Merpeset where the Merpeset is not ten tfachim off the ground. The log of if the repesa is not ten fachim off the ground, what good does it do to make a low opening? Mara says, it's time at where there's a wall or a fence except for ten amos. Since they made a daka, they are removing themselves from here, from the chatzar. Hanau b'nei kakonai. The people of Kakunai came to Rav Yosef. Amrule, they said, Give us someone to make an Eruv for our city. Amrule Labaye, Rav Yosef said to Abaye, Zil Ariv Lahu, go make an Eruv for them. The Chazi Delo Mitzavcha Allah Midrasha, and make sure that nobody complains about it, nobody objects to this Eruv in the base Medrash. Azal Chazal Ano Bate de Petiche Linahara. He went. And he saw that there were some houses that were open to the river and not open to the city. Amar Hanau Lavi Shiramata. He said, Let these be the leftover of the city. 
It's a ear sharabim. They need to have a leftover that's not in, in the Eruv. These houses are not open to the city anyway. They're only open to the river. So there's no harm if I make them the leftover. Hadar then he said, in Ravina Kulatnan, that the Mishnah says you cannot make an Eruv for the whole city. That implies that the part you leave over has to be something that if you wanted to include in the Eruv, you could include in the Eruv. And these, you could not include in the Eruv anyway because they don't open to the city. I will make windows for these houses so that they could be included in the city. Because if they want to make an Eruv through the windows, they could. And then I will leave them out of the Eruv. Then he said, that's not necessary. Rabba Bar Avua made an arrow for all of Machoza, which was an Ir Shalrabim, neighborhood by neighborhood, Mishumpera de Betore, because of the ditches in between the neighborhoods that were full of fruits. Each neighborhood was considered a leftover in relation to the rest of the city. Even though they could not make an Eruv with each other because there were ditches between the neighborhoods, and nevertheless, he allowed each neighborhood to be considered a leftover to the other neighborhoods. You see that the leftover doesn't have to be something that could have been in the Eruv. Then he said, Lodami, that's not comparable. This is all Abaye talking to himself. He says that those that, that situation of the neighborhoods that were made into separate Erevin and each one was considered leftover in relation to the other is not comparable to these houses that face the river and have no windows into the city, no openings into the city. In the case of the city's neighborhoods with the ditches between them, they could make an Erev across the roofs if they wanted to. But these houses that have no openings at all to the city could not make an Eru with the city. Therefore, they cannot be the leftover. So, therefore, I will make windows. Then he said, No, windows are also not necessary. There was a house for, for hay that Mar Bar Pupudita had in Pupudita. The Shavua Shiur, the Pumpadita, and it was considered the leftover for Pumpadita, even though it was, according to the Meiri, some distance outside the city and could not have been included in the Eruv at all. But it was enough to be a reminder that we have not put everything in the Eruv. And so, too, these houses that open only to the river and don't open to the city, they can be the leftover for the city and they'll serve as a reminder that you can't make an Eruv for the whole city, even though they could not have been part of the Eruv anyway, because they have no opening. Amar, and Abaye said, Now I understand why Rav Yosef said to me, make sure they don't criticize this in the base Medrash. This is a lot more complicated than I thought it would be. Now I understand why Rav Yosef said that make sure they don't, that nobody criticizes it. He doesn't have a solution yet. No, his solution is that he'll leave out the houses that face the river and don't face the city, don't open to the city, and it's not necessary to make windows from the houses to the city, just like uh, Mar Bar Popudita's hay storage facility 
outside okay, of was considered a leftover, even though it was not part of the city. Rashi points out that this Beitivna, this house for storing hay, is not houses for 50 people, but we're going to say that Allah is not like Rabbi Yehuda, that you don't require, we don't require houses for 50 people, as we'll see shortly. Mishnah said, as unless he leaves outside of it, like the city of Chadasha. Rabbi Yehuda said there was a city in Yehuda, and its name was Chadasha. It had 50 residents, Anashim v'Nashim v'Taf, men, women, and children. And that's what the Chachamim used to estimate the amount that has to be left out of the big city. And it itself was the leftover of a big city. It was a little town or village of 50 people that was just outside of a big city, what we call a suburb, and it served as the shiur for a city. The question is asked, what about Chadasha itself? The Gemara says, What's the question? Just like Chadasha was left over for the big city, the big city could be left over for Chadasha. You make an error for all of Chadasha and leave out the big city, and that will serve as a reminder that you can't make an error for Shusaravan, for a real Shusaravan. Where it explains the question, What about a city of 50 people? One says it requires a leftover if it has a major road going through it, so that it's, it has one of the characteristics of a Shisarabim, like we were discussing in yesterday's daf. And the other one says it does not need a leftover at all. You can make an error for the whole city. Rabbi Shimon Amir Gimel Chatserot, Rabbi Shimon says three Chatseros of two houses each, Amar of Chama, Barguya, Amar Rav, Amachak Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Chama, Barguya said that Rav said, Allah is like Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Yitzchak Amar, Filobayit, Echad, Bechatser, Echad, even one house and one Chatser, implying a Chatser without a house. Amar says, Chatser, Echad, Sakadaitach, take it means a Chatser. Elaim, Abayit, Echad, Bechatser, Echad, rather one house in one Chatser. Amar, Abayit, Rabbi Yosef, Abayit said, Rabbi Yosef, Ha, Rabbi Yitzchak, Gemara or Svara, do Yitzhak have such a tradition that there's some Tana who holds this way? Or is this his own Svara, even though he has no Tana who says this, but he's saying it should be this way. Rav Yosef said, what difference does it make? Allah is like Rabbi Shimon, that you need three Chatseros with two houses each. Amrlay, Gemara, Gemara, Zemar today. Abayi said, should Gemara just be a song? It's not poetry that you just recite it and Nobody cares what it means. Somebody said something. I want to understand it. Mishnah. We now return to Eruv Tchumin. I do not know why there was one Mishnah regarding Eruv Chatseros interrupting our discussion of Eruv Tchumin. I mentioned when we started the Masechet, this, the Masechet does that. It jumps back and forth. So the Mishnah says, Mi Mishrach, If somebody was to the east of the city and he told his son, make for me an Erev on the west of the city. The Marav, or who was to the west, he told his son make an Erev to the east. Rashi says, we are not talking now about a traveler. We are talking about somebody who lives in the city. And when Shabbos started, he happened to be to the east of the city, out in the field. 
and he told his son, make me an arrow to the west of the city. He had previously told his son, make an arrow for me to the west, and when Shabbos started, he happened to be to the east. If this person who is out in the field is less than 2,000 amos from his house and more than 2,000 amos from the Arab that his son makes, he is permitted to consider himself to be at home and he has 2,000 amos from his house in every direction, even though when Shabbos started, he was out in the field. And he's prohibited from considering himself to have acquired Shvisa where his Erov is because his Erov is more than 2,000 amos away from him. If it is less than 2,000 amos from him to his Erov and more than 2,000 amos from him to his house, he is prohibited to consider himself to have acquired Shvisa at his house. He's permitted to consider himself to have acquired Shvisa at his Erov. If a person places his Eruv within the first 70 and two-thirds Amos outside the city, it has no effect at all. It's as if he did not make an Eruv at all, and he's Konashvisa from his house. If you put his Eruv outside the Tchum, even one Amos, what he gains on this side, he loses on that side, Rashi says, if if he gains a thousand amos to the west, he loses a thousand amos to the east, and so on. And Rashi says, the Gemara will explain, that it doesn't mean he put it outside the Tchom, it means he put it outside the Ibur, outside the 70 and two-thirds amos. Because if he put his Erev outside the Tchom, it would not be an Erev at all, since he can't get there. It means he put the Erev outside the Ibur Shalir. So if he gains one ama. To the east, he loses one amma to the west. If he gains 500 amas to the east, he loses 500 amas to the west. If he gains 1,000 amas to the east, he loses 1,000 amas to the west, and so on. Gemara. Pesach you would think, Lemizrach means Lemizrach Beito, Lemarav means Lemarav Beito. That when it says east and west, it means east of his house and west of his house. Well, then I understand how it could be less than 2,000 amos to your house and more than 2,000 amos to your Eruv. Because you can get from where you are in the field to your house and not to the Eruv. But if east and west means east of the, your house and west of your house, how is it possible that it can be less than 2,000 amos to your Eruv and more than 2,000 amos to your house? If you are now east of your house, then your Eruv is west of your house, by definition, your house is closer than the Eruv is. So how could that be? Did you think east meant east of his house and west meant west of his house? No. It means east of his son and west of his son. He is east of his son. He told his son to make the Eruv west of his son. Or he is west of his son. He told his son to make the Eruv east of his son, but closer than where his house is. Rava Barav Shela said that it could even mean east of his house and west of his house. Talking about where his house is a diagonal direction from him. Like the picture in Rashi, there's a triangle. They're, they form a triangle and the Eruv is closer. The Gemara continues quoting the Vishnah.
Gemara asks, Can you think it means he put the Eruv outside of the Tchum? Rather, it means he put it outside the Ibur, outside the 70 and two-thirds Amos. As we explained a moment ago, if the Eruv was outside the Tchum, it would not be an Eruv at all. Mishnah says, What he gains on one side, he loses on the other. Gemara asks, He only loses the amount that he gained, and no, the too low, and no more. Vatanya, but we learned in the if he put his Eruv in the Ibur of the city, in the 70 and two-thirds almost outside the city, he has done nothing. If he put it outside the Ibur of the city, Afilu amachat, even one ama, mistaker ota ama, umafsidet kolair. He gains that ama, and he loses et kolair kula, the whole city. Mifneshim midata ir, ulalov midata tchum. Because the width of the city counts as part of his tchum. So he loses more than just a comparable amount on the other side, he loses part of the city as well. Mara says, lo kasha. It's not a kasha. One is talking about where 2,000 Amos from his Eruv ends in the middle of the city, and one is talking about where 2,000 Amos from his Eruv ends at the far end of the city. Like Rav Edi, the Amar of Edi, Amar Rishov and Levi, if he was measuring his 2,000 Amos, and the 2,000 Amos from his Eruv ended in the middle of the city, in lo he can only walk up to the middle of the city. Kaltami da tovasofair, if his two thousand almost ends at the far end of the city, Nasait Lohair Kulakidalamot, the entire city counts as only four Amos, Mashimim Lo etashar, and he can make up the rest of his two thousand Amos outside the far end of the city. Have a good day.